Welcome back to another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. You already know it's your girl, Christine. Rise and shine, man. It's Friday morning. I hope you guys had a really blessed week, grand week, work week, whatever work you, work week you want to call it. You already know I start off my episodes with gratitude. And for myself, I'm going to sit here and just kind of appreciate the person that I am. I don't think we give give ourselves enough credit for who we are and what we stand for. You know, there's a saying that says, don't let the ugly in others kill the beauty in you. So sometimes, unfortunately, a lot of people take advantage of you and everyone tells you to change, but continue to be the beautiful person that you are inside and let the universe deal with them. Speaking of lovely gratitude, I have two beautiful guests that I call my family, my brother and my sister, Keisha and Trey from the Rush fam. Welcome to Broken Silence Real Talk. So I got to put you guys on spot. Let's do it, yo. I like it. That's what we're on about. All right. Can both of you share what you're grateful for today? Today, I'm grateful for having my family healthy and alive. Um, you know, we lost some very special people um, in the world this week, and it really makes you take a step back and really realize that you need to always love on your family, love on your loved ones, love on your friends, whoever matters to you and means the most to you, you gotta let them know that you love and appreciate them while they're here because, you know, tomorrow isn't promised. That's facts. Facts. There's no more that I can say on top of that. That's pretty much it right there. <laughs> family, health, like those are the biggest things. Spending time with loved ones, definitely, 100%. We take things for granted. I always tell people it's the small things that amount to the big things. Mm-hmm. No, if, I, if, you don't, if you're not grateful for, for the little things, the family and the, all the non-material items, then you're not going to be able to live in the moment because you're going to be worried about what you don't have. You're going to be worried about the next promotion or anything like that. But when you're grateful, it allows you to be in the moment and just enjoy what you have and all the blessings you can take for granted. You guys said it perfectly. You said it better than me. <laughs> I have about six questions for you guys. And I promise you, they're not hard questions, okay? I promise. All right. All right. So, can you guys explain the transition from having your channel named Today with Trey to the Rush fam? And what does the channel represent for you guys? Um, so originally today with Jay was, um, was originally going to be more just about my personal life and pretty much be like almost like a behind the scenes of me pursuing other things. I was really trying to get into acting. That was like my long-term goal back in the day. And when we started the channel, like we didn't, we didn't think at first that YouTube was going to be like what takes off for us. So it was more so going to be like a side hustle to like show behind the scenes of me chasing this other dream. Yeah. But then, like, the channel started doing so well. We started all getting really involved. The whole family was just super into it. It became, like, a real family business. And then we realized from, like, a st- like it wasn't just today we're training anymore. It was about the whole family, and, and that's how we built it. So it just made sense. Mm. That's, that's deep, because a lot of people do YouTube for different reasons. And a lot of people think it's fast money when it's really not. Because people don't understand the work that goes behind it. That's the, that's the biggest thing that people underestimate about um, 
making content on YouTube. Like, everyone just thinks they can just pick up and be like, oh, I'm going to make a YouTube channel today. <laughs> and, like, people say, like, oh, like, it looks easy, it looks easy. Um, it's really not. You guys are literally seeing the finished product. Like, there's so much thought, you know, filming, editing, like, behind the scenes that goes on before an episode can even be dropped, you know? So, Correct. yeah, it's definitely one of the most underrated things, for sure. Well, that's true because I know I'm, I tell you guys all the time I couldn't do a YouTube channel. Nope, couldn't do it. I don't have the time. You, know, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. It's a lot of it's, you're pretty much working 24 seven if you're trying to be like you're trying to really make it a full time business. It's around the clock. But if you enjoy it like any other hustle, if it's like a passion that you really love, it doesn't really feel like work. Yeah, you bust your ass, you work hard, but it doesn't have that feeling where you're building something. You're not into it. You're building it because it's your passion, your business. Correct. True. Very true. Yeah. Um, I've heard you guys talk about businesses and investments. How important do you feel that learning and educating yourself around financial literacy and investing is and why? Oh, man. I think mainly because, especially once you become an entrepreneur or a business owner, um, you get to a point where you feel like you can't rely on one source of income. So that's kind of where the investments come in and the other businesses come in because um, as successful as YouTube is, like we don't know how long it's going to go for. We don't know if another company is going to try to be like YouTube or if YouTube decides to change the rules. Like, you know what I mean? So because it's our full-time job or our full-time work right now, it's the smartest decision to invest uh, while we can and while we're knowledgeable in these things. So, yeah, I just feel like like there was, there was no option around it. Like, we had to we had to invest and to think about other businesses. I, I think it came from like learning along the way. Like we made a lot of dumb choices, to be honest. When like it's really common when you first start to get some money, it's like really common to just blow it on whatever on dumb shit and just not make smart choices. So we definitely did our fair share of that, but. We're the type of people we learn from our mistakes, and, and we're like we always saw the bigger picture. So it's like we kind of we kind of just went through it to figure out, you know, we can't just spend and be naive. So it's all about planning. Like we live in the moment, we live it up, we travel, we do like we enjoy the fruits of our labor, but yeah. planning for the future at the same time. Like you should say, while things are good right now, or in any situation, you know, things aren't the greatest. Always put money aside for investment because you never know. You never know when a rainy day happens. Yes. God, no, no matter what, not even just YouTube. If you're even working like a nine to five, what if like three months from now they just randomly let you go and you don't have no severance package? Like you need to plan to be unexpected. So that's kind of what investing is, and it's also working, making your money work for you. Correct. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to just be like trading hours for dollars your your whole life. You want to have something set up and be happy while you're doing it. Exactly. Exactly. We could we could get in. That's a subject we could talk forever on. We could start talking about passive income. You know, investments where, like, you're going to earn without really having to put in the work more than once long term. That could be a whole other episode right there. Correct. I'm actually just starting to do more investments myself. Because, I, I, to be honest with you, I never really understood what investing really is. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just, like, the basics when it comes to stocks and stuff like that. But it, there's so much more to it than that. So, and I feel like that's, like, sorry, but I feel like that's, where a lot of people kind of get deceived from it because to be honest personally 
I feel like a lot of the financial literacy that everybody should know, even if it's just the basics. Um, just the education system in Ontario or in Canada or just in general, mm-hmm. they failed to educate people on this, kind of to set them up and get them stuck in the system with like the, the financial um, downhill system, not knowing about credit, not knowing about, um, you know, investing and like how to properly, you know, put your money aside for your future, like, these are just basic things, like, you know, all of us got a credit card out of high school, and we're like, ooh, free money, when to spend it, not knowing that, like, you need to wait, like, when you pay it back, you need to wait that 30 days with the payment clears, like, there's so much, and budgeting too, like, simple stuff, you know, budgeting, budgeting all that, and I feel like it's only now that I've even heard talks about their thinking about putting it into, like, the high school, um, curriculum and it's like how come it's only now like we're in 2020 and kids that are graduating this year still don't have an idea unless their parents stop them right and a lot of them are graduating with debt yep Uh, i was just talking to somebody about financial literacy because it's such a broad subject and i always say it's 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 a money making thing unfortunately and a lot of people you have to go to the right person because some people if you ask a question they'll be like okay sit down with me for an hour and give me like 150 dollars yeah take advantage correct i also find like the subject also it's almost like people don't really want to talk about it that often people get kind of in their feelings people get shy as soon as money's brought up but like yo life is short you have to make sure you're setting yourself up properly you know it's something that has to be talked about and I think, it, especially if you have a family. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you have a family, man. Like, like money and things like that needs to be a regular conversation. Like, no matter your position in life, like, you should at least know the basics, and, you know? At the very least. Mm-hmm. You know? It should never be an uncomfortable um, topic. I think, I think people, people got to grow up their comfort zone because money if you can't face your reality when it comes to money because i won't lie i used to be very bad with money mm-hmm. and until somebody sat me down i was like christine what are you doing with your life you have children like cut it out mm-hmm. and it was after i had my after i had a keel that's when things started to take a better turn for my finances because i was able to be truthful within myself yeah yeah and i wasn't i wasn't embarrassed because i think a lot of people are embarrassed yeah. And I think you gotta overcome that. No, I used to be. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> no, super true. You have to be real with yourself, man. Like, what are you gonna, you're gonna sit there lying to yourself and get yourself in more debt and just dig this hole deeper? No. You gotta be, you know, grow, like, grow up, realize where you're making the mistakes, and fix the mistakes before they get worse. And you'll be able to recover from it faster the sooner you realize. Yep. Straight facts. You know, speaking of um, you guys having a family and stuff like that, you guys can be seen as the face of what, you know, many call couple goals. Especially being an interracial couple. My question to you about that is, have you guys ever experienced negativity towards you around that? And if so, how do you handle that? Yeah, over the years, definitely we face it. We face criticism, haters, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think we just, we, we learn to develop, like, thick skin and stuff, you know, like, 
we never portray to try and pretend we're perfect. You know what I'm saying? But we just mm-hmm. we just grow. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've never really let it get to us on that level. But sometimes you see like the hate or the comments or even just like word of mouth or what people say about you or whatever. But you know that's their opinion. As long as you focus on what matters, your own happiness, your family, just grow. Then you know you gotta you gotta focus on what matters. So yeah, I also feel like. Like you were saying, like in the beginning, like, you know, comments and like, oh, we're going to piss off or whatever else. But on the side note, I feel like a lot of negativity, because we have a large American audience, I feel like that's where like, the racism comments and stuff like that come from. Because, like, obviously, me being a black woman, like, you're white, you know what I'm saying? Like, we do have our differences, but I feel like because we live in Canada, it's a different kind of difference. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, like, maybe Americans don't really get to experience like the mildness of it over here compared to what they deal with. Nonetheless, we know it exists, but you know, we just, we just keep it pushing. Like, but, but yeah. we like No, 100%, but yo, like, on the flip side, mm-hmm. what you're is true, but on the flip side, the vast majority, like, I'm gonna say, like, literally 97, 98% of our viewers and people we come across is so positive. So, yeah. That's something focused on what matters. It also just means, like, what are you going to pay attention to? Is it going to be the 100 people that are, you know, congratulating you, saying that they're inspired, saying that we bring them joy? Or are we going to focus on a couple of people that are hating? Like, it just doesn't make sense to give it your energy. You know, our, our U.S. fan base is like 99% positive. So you don't let the one person, two people hating, you don't let that be the, you don't give them the time of day, you know? To, to bring it down. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I don't know how you guys do it, man. Kudos to you. Because I'm, I'm still trying to grow within myself and trying to grow through certain situations, so I'm, I'm trying my best to block out that negativity. And I find, like, the moment you're back on, like, a positive, a positive kind of wavelength, just like they say, like, the devil tries you, I feel like the devil has been trying me lately. So it's just yeah. staying in that positive mind frame and not letting the negativity kind of spoil what I'm trying to do. Definitely. Uh, so you know that cliche, or I mean, not cliche, that, that saying where it's like, um, how there's like two, two wolves inside you, whatever, a positive and negative, whichever one you feed, that's the one that's going to grow. It's pretty much like that. It's like whatever, yeah. whatever you give your attention to, it's going to grow to be either a bigger blessing or a bigger, um, yeah, whatever, feeding the problem or feeding the hate, mm-hmm. it's going to be more, it's going to be bigger, bigger. And I feel like that's another reason, like, like you were saying, like, we have such a positive audience and stuff, but no matter what, like, yeah, we do receive criticism, but no matter what, we never let that, you know, like, get to us, let it consume us, we, we don't interrupt it, things like that, so I feel like once they feel like they're not winning us over, like, they just kind of feel like, okay, like, ah, uh, I didn't win this one, you know? <laughs> Sorry, Hater, there's not here for you. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful who you let in. Oh, if we're talking about like circles, for sure. You, got, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be careful. No, um, hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta try to read people's energy because. Correct. Not everyone's intentions are good. Nope, nope. Some people have a lot of people have ulterior motives. Yeah. And it's and it's hard. But you remember, I swear at the start of the episode, you said something about not letting negative experiences uh, affect like your future endeavors or future relationships. I don't know if I'm tripping, but I think you said something like that. I said, I, what I said is I said, don't let the ugly in others kill the beauty yeah. in you. Yeah, so 
I feel like that is also something we have to think about when it comes to having a small circle and bad experiences with, with individuals in the past. Because it's like, even though you kind of get make it like a shell to protect yourself a little bit, you also can't like you can't live in a shell. You gotta still give new people a chance at least. And if they mess it up, that's on them. So yeah. I feel like that's, that's where I have a hard time because like I have like a little bit of friends that I grew up with that I've known for a long time. Um, when it comes to meeting new people, making new friends, I feel like that's where I kind of hold back because I've tried making new friends before. I've tried being like that person that's like, oh yeah, like, you know, I can be friends with everyone and rah, rah, rah. And then some of those people are either jealous, fake, they have other intentions. And then it makes me feel like, okay, I was trying to be good and like, you know, open up my horizons and be like, I can be social, I can be friendly, I can make friends, but deep down, friendships and business potential business partners because that must be really hard for you guys Humility to success. 
And because I did that is because I've had the honor of watching you guys grow throughout the years. I'm very proud of you guys for how far you guys come. And you guys have maintained your integrity and your humbleness. And you guys have always extended your hand throughout it all. What keeps you guys grounded throughout this? Honestly, I feel like we're the same people we were when we first met. Like, I don't really feel like because we're in a, in a, in a certain situation now that, you know, we have to switch up our portfolio and be like, ah, oh, you know, big ego, like, you can't talk to me, like, I'm up here and you're down there kind of thing. I don't know, I've never, I've never been that person, and I, I just don't really see it happening for either of us, like, you know, like, we're real, we have... We have our friends that we go way back with. I don't. I don't know. I know people do it. I just don't. I just don't see us doing that. To be honest, I just find that very fake. You know what I'm saying? When we go up there and switch up. Yeah, when we go up and switch up. Like obviously, certain things about us have changed, but as people, like we're the same people. I you know? I, I think you guys have changed for the better. Yeah, I was going to say it definitely changed, but I think the change more so comes from, like, a change of perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Change, of, change of, like, seeing the world differently, like, trying to, I don't know, I think the success opened our eyes to, like, okay, there's so much more things that are possible that, like, we can help, we can, we can have even bigger goals, we can give back, we can inspire people on a different level we didn't know was possible. And then it, I think, also becomes a point where there's some responsibility, we know what we did and we know what changes we had to make to like to get in a better position mentally, financially, all of that. So it's like we're kind of obligated in my mind mm-hmm. to at least try to share that knowledge as much as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. We can help anyone kind of, because we're all about uh, instilling positivity. And if we can like positively change someone's life for the better, like that's what we're all about. So we're obligated for that, I feel. I feel like, the, I feel like another, that, that was really important what you said there, but I also feel like um, one of the main reasons why we're so humble to this day is because we know where we came from. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't grow up having it easy. So, because we had to bust our ass for the stuff that we have now, we can be real with ourselves. We'd be like, you know what? Yeah, we, we grinded to get to where we're at. You know what I mean? But it wasn't easy, you know? So, I don't know. I just feel like that's really important to us, too. Just knowing that this is something that we built ourselves from the ground up. And showing other people that they can do that. that is possible. Yeah, you, like, know? you know, fuck your circumstances, like, problems, like, not to say they don't matter, but everyone has them. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, everything kind of, you know, it's funny, though, this conversation, everything kind of circles into, like, like, what the fuck are you going to pay attention to? Are you going to, like, just dwell on your problems all day? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to go and change your circumstances? So we try to instill that in people and just show them, you know, it's possible. Are you going to go do it, though? Like, we'll show you how we did it, but what, what are you going to do? You can take the horse to the water, but you can't make the horse drink. Because for me, watching you guys grow as a family has been a very interesting experience. Like I, I've told you, Keisha, and I, I don't even want to go outside with you in public. I refuse. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to be ready like, yeah, you, have you just have to, to know what's coming <laughs> 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 uh, we have that time those times too where we're like Yo, we love meeting our, our 
supporters and our fans and all of that. You know, they're all dope people, but once in a while, you just don't feel like it. And like, fuck, like. But like, we're human, that's the end of the day. Like, a lot of people, and like, obviously, if this is the younger child, they may not understand, but at the end of the day, we're still human. You know what I mean? You can meet Beyonce or whoever you want to be. Like, they're human too. You know, sometimes. People just want your space. People come up and be like, oh, can I have a picture? And I'll be like, hi, how are you? What's your name? Nice to meet you. <laughs> you know, like they kind of just forget that like, we're actual people, but at the same time, they're like excited and like shocked to meet us. So they yeah. don't really know how to go about it, you know? But, like at the end of the day, like we're people too. We're people, you know? Yeah, and sometimes, well, I'm not going to lie, I'm a granny and I love my space. I love my house. I don't even like leaving it much less. Okay? Yeah. So, I, <laughs> I understand where you guys are coming from. I know um, I know a lot of people underestimate the process of being a YouTuber and the work that goes into it. Can you guys touch on some key elements on being a successful YouTuber and any advice you may have to those who want to start YouTube but are scared of failing? First of all, don't do it for the money. Don't do it because you know you can make money because that's, that's, you're going to fail that way. You need to have a passion for it. You need to know what you're getting into and know that it's going to take a lot of hard work, consistency, you know, maybe a little bit of research, and it's going to take a lot of learning for you to get to a certain point. Mm-hmm. So as much as you want to do it, you have to know what you're getting yourself into, commit to it, and put that work forward. No, thanks. You, know, I, I, you said I'm learning. I would say that's probably the biggest key, I think. Like, if you, if you want to be a basketball player like Kobe, or RIP Kobe, he wanted to be the greatest basketball player, so what did he do? He put in the work. He studied the game. He watched like eight different players. So when you feel like another basketball player, to be like, study like why certain videos or trends or channels are, are successful. How to edit. Study it. How to edit. Like study the whole game inside out. If you're not comfortable, just do it over and over. Repetition, but not learning. And then the other thing would be um just. No excuses. Like I always tell this story about our early days. And it's like my favorite story about our journey, to be honest. We used to make videos on our lunch break. We both had full-time jobs. I was doing hella overtime, like different schedules. We didn't even have the same schedules. We would do our, our videos on our 30-minute breaks. You know, we'd try to line them up somehow or meet at home at some point in the day on our lunch breaks and just make it happen. And then, you know, we just never gave up. You know what I'm saying? We have, to, we have to put in the work and never give up and study that shit. Like, yeah, we have about 15 minutes to film, about 5 minutes to eat, maybe use the bathroom, mm-hmm. and maybe 5 minutes there back to drive me back to work before you went to work. Yeah. It was a serious grind back then. We were posting almost every day, too. Oh, How do you guys manage to stay on schedule like that? And we had two kids. Yo, you know why, Kristen? <laughs> Yo, looking back, I don't know how we did it. Two kids crazy schedules we couldn't even record before or after work because we had completely different schedules but we would just try to bend our schedule to at least get our lunch breaks around the same time looking back i don't know how we did it but you know what it comes down to we were obsessed like we were obsessed with making this work we weren't taking no l's we weren't taking no chances we were like you know every day we wake up we're reaching we're gonna reach 10k subscribers we're gonna do it obsessed with it then we hit that it's like okay we're gonna hit 100k and we're going to start doing at least two or three million views a month or whatever the, our goals were back then. And we did it. And then as soon as we reached that goal, obsessed with the next next goal. Yo, we're hitting a million. Every day we wake up, talk about it. Yo, we're going to hit a million. Then put in the work all day. 
you know, crazy okay. about it too. Mm. The same house that we started filming at, we had a dream board on our on our wall. Mm-hmm. And after we bought this house that we're in right now, we realized before we moved in, we realized everything on that dream board is checked off. Everything. Wow. Wow. So we had we had one room in my mom's townhouse and that's the room we were filming and everything and then Carol had this bedroom so it was me Trey and Callie in that one bedroom and then Carol had his own room and that's that's pretty much where where, where it all started where it all started <laughs> that's a, that's passion right there and I think a lot of people forget you can't do something can't really work for you unless you have a passion for it yeah yeah and and, and the, the cool thing is about the grind is like your passion is between you and yourself like your passion could be like of course you want to love what you do but your passion could also be like yo I, I, I want to change my mom's situation or I want to I want to make my kids like the best life possible so that, that's a passion that can also drive you to success as well you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so it's like a reason you have to find your why your why that's, thank you that's what I was trying to look for you have to find your why that, that will drive the whole initiative like That'll drive you to make it happen. So you got to figure out like why you're doing this, what for. Hmm. Have you guys ever ever had the thought of giving up? No. No, we've always thought about like what we would do in I don't know a few years or whatnot. I don't think we'll ever stop. I think we'll stop when YouTube stops. (laughs) Um, In terms of, no, we'll stop one day for sure. Yeah, but like, I mean, as far as like how, how often you think it now, we may have posted way more back then compared to now, and now we post maybe a few times a week. Like, when we first started staying with Trey, it was what we were posting every day, like I said. So we have like four channels now. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Circumstances have changed, but you know, we still post. Um, I don't know, we'll see. We do have some things that are coming up that may consume our time a little bit more, but I think we'll always. let me know because I was thinking of making my book into a, a web series let me know I have, a, I, have a, I have a question I don't know if you guys even answered this because I remember I don't know if it was both of you or just one of you guys you guys put up a poll on Instagram and it was if you guys were going to make your own separate channel for just you guys without the kids are you guys going to do that? <laughs> Say that again, I missed that. What if we're going to make a channel with just me and you or not the kids, but just, uh, just me and you? So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if the world got that answer. <laughs> <laughs> First, I don't think so. I'll let, I'll let you say 
your thing too, Keish, but I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like it would be interesting because I feel like as much as I love the kids, they do, you know, kind of keep the shine a little bit on our channel when they have their own. But <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where things go. But I think it would be kind of interesting to, like, just the art perspective without any distractions and, like, you know, focus on certain topics, whether it be, I don't know, like a live podcast or like a couple challenge channel. I really don't know, but I think it would be interesting to focus on us again. So that's kind of how we started the channel. It was like just me and you. You know, we wouldn't walk with the kids that much back then. No, it's true, but I think it's just like time wise. Like, look how busy we are already. We have a bunch of new initiatives. We do one video a week. Yeah, yeah I, feel like, I feel like we've given that already. sister so i gotta ask you this before you wrap it up so i have her back 100 i've i've been seeing i've been seeing keisha throw some subliminals on social media recently about about number four what's going on with that Exactly what I was talking that was about. A baby. That was a fruit baby. Oh, Kiki's crying. Yo, honestly, I'm safe by the, the cry. Kiki started crying, so you're gonna have to <laughs> ask Kiki that. <laughs> Hold on, let me get the baby. Kiki. Right there, right there. Okay. So Kiki's going out with number four. All I can say is that you never know. You know, we just gotta wait and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm cheering for you guys. I don't, I don't, it's me, I'm done. Sorry, with my three, I lock up shop. Wait, I'm done, sweetie. No, no, no. One more girl. One more girl. She needs a sister. 
No, she does. She like she's a boy. She beats up her brothers already. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> nope. Not. I don't care. I don't care if my husband ends up moving heaven and earth for me. It's not happening. Unless a man can have a baby, then I'm not doing it. And, and they would die if that ever happened. Um, yeah, we don't have to even have that conversation. Uh, you know, just enough respect to other, other women who give birth because it's crazy. Yeah, he's like, no, no, thank you. I tap out. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say thank you guys because I know you guys are super busy and I know it's taken a really long time to set this up. So I do want to thank you guys again for coming out. Showing me love as you guys always do. I'm again super proud of you guys But I know that half the world already knows where to see you guys and get in contact with you guys But can you just please let everybody know again what your Instagram is Twitter Facebook IG whatever it is you want to share with us Yeah, so you guys can find us on YouTube just type in the rush fam R-U-S-H-F-A-M My Instagram is shorty is dope that's pretty self-explanatory. S-H-O-R-T-Y. Not shouty. Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trey's Instagram is Trey Rush. Yeah, all my stuff is Trey Rush. Everything Except for your Snapchat. Your Snapchat is all day Trey 89. Snapchat doesn't even matter anymore. Yo, shout out to Rush Fam TikTok. TikTok. Official Rush Fam on TikTok. That, yo, that's where we're, we're going to be at. Okay, yeah. can I say, yo, what is TikTok? <laughs> like, yo, what is that? <laughs> You know what? It's one of those things where you have to look at it to see it more than you could explain it. Yeah. It's a, it's a new, um, all, the, new uh, all the kids are on it, but it's fun. It's super fun. Okay. I'm going to wait for you guys to release a new TikTok so I can see what this is about. Because all it does, all I saw one time is this, this, this white family making gestures with their, with their face and then people on the other side making some idiot videos. I was like, is this what TikTok we're gonna, is? We're going to do one today. We're going to do one today. Don't worry. Okay, well, I'll look out for that because I don't know what TikTok is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before I go, guys, you guys already know I always end my episodes with the Nipsey Hustle quote. I feel that luck is a product of hard work. I already tell you guys all the time, it takes a community to raise a village. If you guys want to reach me, 437-488-4871. Or my Instagram is Impact Over Intention, or Facebook Broken Silence, or Silence is Not Meaningless. Thank you for tuning into this episode, and I will see you guys bright and early on Monday morning. All right, thanks.